Numbers chapter 25. While Israel was staying in the Acacia Grove, the people began to prostitute themselves with women of Moab. The women invited them to the sacrifices for their gods, and the people ate and bowed in worship to their gods. So Israel aligned itself with Baal of Peor, and the Lord's anger burned against Israel. The Lord said to Moses, Take all the leaders of the people and execute them in broad daylight before the Lord so that his burning anger may turn away from Israel. So Moses told Israel's judges, Kill each of the men who aligned themselves with Baal of Peor. An Israelite man came bringing a midnight woman to his relatives in the sight of Moses and the whole Israelite community while they were weeping at the entrance to the tent of meeting. When Phinehas, son of Eleazar, son of Aaron the priest, saw this, he got up from the assembly, took a spear in his hand, followed the Israelite man into the tent, and drove it through the Israelite man and the woman, through her belly. Then the plague of the Israelites was stopped. But those who died in the plague numbered 24,000. The Lord spoke to Moses, Phinehas, son of Eleazar, son of Aaron the priest, has turned back my wrath from the Israelites because he was zealous among them with my zeal so that I did not destroy the Israelites in my zeal. Therefore declare, I grant him my covenant of peace. It will be a covenant of perpetual priesthood for him and his future descendants because he was zealous for his God and made atonement for the Israelites. The name of the slain Israelite man who was struck dead with the Midianite woman was Zimri, son of Salu, the leader of a Simeonite family. The name of the slain Midianite woman was Cosby, the daughter of Zur, a tribal head of a family in Midian. The Lord told Moses, Attack the Midianites and strike them dead, for they attacked you with the treachery that they used against you in the Peor incident. They did the same in the case involving their sister, Cosby, daughter of the Midianite leader who was killed the day the plague came to Peor. Psalm 68, God arises, his enemies scatter, and those who hate him 
flee from his presence. As smoke is blown away, so you blow them away. As wax melts before the fire, so the wicked are destroyed before God. But the righteous are glad. They rejoice before God and celebrate with joy. Sing to God. Sing praises to his name. Exalt him who rides on the clouds. His name is Yahweh and rejoice before him. God in his holy dwelling is a father of the fatherless and a champion of widows. God provides homes for those who are deserted. He leads out the prisoners to prosperity, but the rebellious live in a scorched land. God, when you went out before your people, when you marched through the desert, Selah, the earth trembled and the skies poured down rain before God, the God of Sinai, before God, the God of Israel, you, God, showered abundant rain. You revived your inheritance when it languished. Your people settled in it. God, you provided for the poor by your goodness. The Lord gave the command. A great company of women brought the good news. The kings of the armies flee. They flee. She who stays at home divides the spoil. While you lie among the cheap sheepfolds, the wings of a dove are covered with silver and its feathers with glistening gold. When the Almighty scattered kings in the land, it showed, it snowed on Zalman. Mount Bashan is God's towering mountain. Mount Bashan is a mountain of many peaks. Why gaze with envy, you mountain peaks? At the mountain, God desired for his dwelling. The Lord will live there forever. God's chariots are tens of thousands, thousands and thousands. The Lord is among them in the sanctuary as he was at Sinai. You ascended to the heights, taking away captives. You received gifts from people, even from the rebellious, so that the Lord might live there. May the Lord be praised. Day after day he hears our burdens. God is our salvation. Selah. Our God is a God of salvation, and escape from death belongs to the Lord God. Surely, God crushes the heads of his enemies, the hairy head of one who goes on in his guilty acts. The Lord said, 
I will bring them back from Bashan. I will bring them back from the depths of the sea so that your foot may wade in blood and your dog's tongues may have their share from the enemies. People have seen your procession, God, the procession of my God, my King, in the sanctuary. Singers lead the way with musicians following. Among them are young women playing tambourines. Praise God in the assemblies. Praise the Lord from the fountain of Israel. There is Benjamin, the youngest, leading them. The rulers of Judah in their assembly. The rulers of Zebulun. The rulers of Naphtali. Your God has decreed your strength. Show your strength, God, you who have acted on our behalf because of your temple at Jerusalem. Kings will bring tribute to you. Rebuke the beast in the reeds, the herd of the bulls with the calves of the peoples. Trample underfoot those with bars of silver. Scatter the peoples who take pleasure in war. Ambassadors will come from Egypt. Cush will stretch out its hands to God. Sing to God, you kingdoms of the earth. Sing praise to the Lord. Selah. To him who rides in the ancient highest heavens. Look, he thunders with his powerful voice. Ascribe power to God. His majesty is over Israel, his power among the clouds. God, you are awe-inspiring in your sanctuaries. The God of Israel gives power and strength to his people. May God be praised. Isaiah chapter 15. R. In Moab is devastated, destroyed in a night. Kur in Moab is devastated, destroyed in a night. Dibon went up to its temple to weep at its high places. Moab wails on Nebo at the Mediba. Every head is shaved, every beard is cut off. In its streets they wear sackcloth on its rooftops. And in the public squares, everyone wails, falling down and weeping. Heshbon and Elilah cry out. Their voices are heard as far away as Jahaz. Therefore, the soldiers of Moab cry out, and they tremble. My heart cries out over Moab. Those my heart cries out over Moab, whose fugitives flee as far as Zor, to Eglath Shelesheah. They go up the slope of Luhith, weeping. They raise a cry of destruction on the road of Horonaim. The waters of Nimrim are desolate. The grass is withered. The foliage is gone, and the vegetation has vanished. So they carry their wealth and belongings. 
over the wadi of the willows, for their cry echoes throughout the history of Moab. Their wailing reaches Igleam, their wailing reaches Beer Elam. The waters of Deben are full of blood, but I will bring on Deban even more than this, a lion for those who escaped from Moab and for the survivors in the land. First Peter chapter 3. In the same way, wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands, so that even if some disobey the Christian message, they may be won over without a message by the way their wives live when they observe your pure, reverent lives. Your beauty should not consist of outward things like elaborate hairstyles and the wearing of gold ornaments or fine clothes. Instead, it should consist of what is inside the heart with the imperishable quality of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is very valuable in God's eyes. For in the past, the holy women who put their hope in God, also beautified themselves in this way, submitting to their own husbands, just as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord. You have become her children when you do what is good and are not frightened by anything alarming. Husbands, in the same way, live your life, live husbands, in the same way, live with your wives with an understanding of their weaker nature, yet showing them honor as co-heirs of the grace of life, so that your prayers will not be hindered. Now, finally, all of you should be like-minded and sympathetic should love believers and be compassionate and humble, not paying back evil for evil or insult for insult, but on the contrary, giving a blessing since you were called for this so that you can inherit a blessing. For the one who wants to love life and to see Good days must keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit, and he must turn away from evil and do what is good. He must seek peace and pursue it, because the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their request. But the face of the Lord is against those who do what is evil. And who will harm you if you are deeply committed to what is good? But even if you should suffer for righteousness, you are blessed. Do not fear 
what they fear, or be disturbed, but honor the Messiah as Lord in your hearts. Always be ready to give a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. However, do this with gentleness and respect, keeping your conscience clear so that when you are accused, those who denounce your Christian life will be put to shame. For it is better to suffer for doing good, if that should be God's will, than for doing evil. For Christ also suffered for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring you to God. After being put to death in the fleshly realm, but made alive in the spiritual realm. For Christ also suffered for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring you to God, after being put to death in the fleshly realm, but made alive in the spiritual realm. In that state, he also went and made a proclamation to the spirits in prison, who in the past were disobedient, when God patiently waited in the days of Noah while an ark was being prepared. In it, a few, that is, eight people, were saved through water. Baptism, which corresponds to this, now saves you, not the removal of the filth of the flesh, but the pledge of a good conscience toward God. Through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, now that he has gone into heaven, he is at God's right hand with angels, authorities, and powers subject to him. 